This is a connection. Right yeah. There. This is our the name. the Three Michaels is the show. Yeah. Three Mike. <laughs> I, I had no idea. Well, I'm sure I did, but I don't remember. And welcome to another episode of the Dynasty Trades HQ podcast. My name is Michael Sipes, and you can find me on Twitter at ffblitz. And I'm here with my partners, who actually I didn't realize till just now their middle names are Michael, also, but Jeremy Michael Broen. <laughs> hey, what's up, Dynasty Madman on the Twitter box at Dynasty Madman. <laughs> and Shane Michael Manila. I actually. <laughs> I actually prefer Shane uh, Michelle. Uh, oh, Manila. you pronounce um, it Michelle? Shane M. Yeah, I pretend I'm European, oh. um, so it's Michelle. Um, actually, Jeremy, Jeremy, today's a special day, isn't it? Well, I believe Shane Manila made it around the sun one more time, and it's his birthday. Yeah, happy birthday, yeah. Shane! <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, Look everyone. Look at his face. <laughs> Message me on a uh, Twitter sphere and Facebook if you message me on Facebook. I, I probably haven't seen that though, and that's a lie because I was going for my walk today, right? And I'm like, let me just jump on my Facebook, right? I got to be honest with you. Seventy percent of the people wishing me a happy birthday on Facebook, I'm like, I have no fucking idea who you are. Like literally none. Like I'm trying to like I'm looking at the picture. Like I don't know you from anywhere. You know what I mean? It's not like Twitter. Twitter's I don't know. Twitter's a lot more. Um, I feel it's closer. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's weird because Facebook has all the pictures and shit. You know what I mean? And a lot of the Twitter people we deal with is just a fucking Avi of a football player um, (laughs) a lot of times. But uh, for some reason, Twitter feels more intimate. Um, Like when the people from Twitter, I'm like, oh, that's nice. John said happy birthday. But yeah, (laughs) Facebook, I'm like, who the fuck is this? Why am I friends with them? <laughs> yeah, I, I, t- I texted you at like, what was it, 7 o'clock this morning, and then Jeremy's like, happy birthday. Wait, we're doing a show on your birthday? Um, <laughs> but I yeah, did. I, um, I started celebrating my birthday, celebrating um, <laughs> last night at about 1.30 a.m. Um, I started drinking, and uh, I slept in today. Yeah, the, one of the funny things is in one of those le- one of those chats I'm in with you, people started saying happy birthday to you at like 2 in the morning or whatever, so that yeah. you, you left the chat. <laughs> It says Shane left. Once everybody started saying happy birthday, you took off. That's hilarious. I mean, you didn't turn back. Truth be told, um, you know, this has been the worst year of my life, literally. I'm sorry. Um, So this is not like I don't feel big like celebrating. Like every time someone says happy birthday to me, like I know they mean well, but it just feels like they're punching me in the dick. You know what I mean? Just reminding me like. But you know what I mean? It's one way to look at it. Another way to look at it is, uh, uh, I don't fucking know. Whatever. <laughs> I hope people are happy for you, though, man. But I get it. Like, you feel like you have to say thanks and you're really not in the mood. Yeah. Like, day. basically, like, I'm like, uh, I'd rather go, like, I don't know, say something else. <laughs> well, last week you made a joke right as we went on the air that you were, that I was going to outlive you now, you know? But yeah. now you've made it to another birthday. So I, I don't, I don't know if we should make these jokes anymore. I think we need to talk about something else. <laughs> So, you know me um when i die i don't want anyone to be sad and i hope you guys do play these clips where we joke about dying because i think it'd be fucking hilarious because you'd be like so uh shane's dead and you could lead in with like some inappropriate death joke i made about myself and you'd be like and that's how you'd announce it to our fans that didn't know the problem is is we're on episode 152 and i think we've maybe talked about you twice but we've talked about me like 50 times so the the death of me will be before you well then we'll just we'll just have to cut and edit you'll have to edit it i'm sorry you're gonna have to do some work to use me (laughs) joking about my own death when i'm dead jeremy we can we can like redub the word shane in over my name you know yeah Yeah. (laughs) so hey speaking of old Uh, Drew Brees got hurt finally, which which everybody finally. thought it was well, because because a lot of people no, but I mean a lot of people thought that that would happen this year. That's why Jameis was on most people's rosters already. I'm sure there's not one waiver wire out there that Jameis was sitting on this week. No way, man! What better guy to have um, to back up when you had an aging veteran like that? I mean, we knew when he went there. Well, we we were hoping that it would, his time would come sooner rather than later, Winston. Uh, but yeah, you're right. People were like, "Yeah, Breeze finally got hurt. All right, move on to James." <laughs> That's what <laughs> I said. Like, who cares? I was that happy. Seems, <laughs> it seems kind of 
fucked up and mean. And I, I thought I'm a bad person. But apparently, people were rooting for uh, for Breeze to get injured, huh? No, I wasn't rooting for him to get injured, but I was happy when he did. <laughs> so, not that that I wanted him. Well, yeah, I did. Um, but uh, but the the problem that I have though with Jameis is that whole fucking Taysom Hill bullshit. So, I know ESPN because. Um, uh, uh, yeah, made of ours. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Barry uh, <laughs> tweeted out that Taysom Hill will keep his tight end status this week, right? No matter what. He At said least for this week. He said in ESPN fantasy leagues. I don't well, know about yeah. the other ones. Well, I don't think he would speak for anyone else since he writes. You know, he's Matthew Barry, and he's pretty much <laughs> associated with ESPN. I mean, he is ESPN fantasy. But um, yeah, it's good. if if he's a tight end in your leagues, if he still holds that designation. Uh, you got to start him, right? Yeah, that's totally different. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, like, let me ask you this: Would you start Juno Smith or Taysom Hill this week? For this week, I would start Taysom Hill. Take the shot. You, you yeah, might end up having, like, man. yeah, and you might end up having a tight end that's a freaking quarterback this week. That's what I mean. Like, you know, he's going to be in there at least, uh, at least uh, two or three, four or five, seven throws. I'm going to say he's going to have seven throws. I don't know. The way Peyton plays him, it seems like it's going to be more, what, maybe 60-40, 70-30? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just making numbers up. I don't even understand how they work. Um, <laughs> you want the points, but every week this entire season, uh, Mike, make sure he gets in um, hate Taysom Hill hate. like Absolutely. Well, because he's trash. Taysom Hill, yeah. I, I, but I, I would start him over Johnny but, Smith for sure. Okay, so yeah. Johnny Smith, you'll start him over him. Yes. Johnny Smith, by the way, is the tight end four on the season. Yes. At 11.1 points per game. Would you start him over Hayden Hurst? Getting closer, I don't know. I'd actually have to look at all those. I wouldn't have a problem putting him in, though, expecting also, him to get Junior Smith is not the tight end for. No. Um, I, you have to hit the filter button correctly. Because <laughs> yeah. I was going to so say. It, he so had, it goes in order. He had, yeah, Jonu's been up and down. Yeah, Jonu really had like a stretch of four games in there that were like horrible. And and Tannehill's been dropping every week too, you know. Not dropping balls, me, but dropping points. He gave points. me a rushing touchdown last week. Yeah. John's very excited for it, But he still somehow only gave me like 10 points. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Him, you'll start him over Junior Smith. Would you... Hayden Hurst for this Jeremy week. No. For this week, I will. I, oh, I, I don't know about Hayden Hurst. Like one, one, one week. I, I, yeah, man, I think yeah. I would play him over a lot of these guys. I DJ hate, Hawkinson. I hate Taysom Hill, but I would put him in. Yes, oh, yeah, Hawkinson probably over Hawkinson. How about Darren Wall? No, I don't think so. No, think. Uh, that, that I think we hit the limit. Yeah, I think I'd put Waller in over him. Okay, and Hawkinson. Are you taking? Uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I still think I might have the fun of putting in Taysom over Hawkins. Listen, we're talking about if you if it, the designation is a tight end because you know that but Sean Payton's going to play him. He's going to play him at quarterback. He's going to. So you might have that opportunity to do something. It could be fun to stick him in. Uh, I, I don't know. He's really ever thrown a pass. I, I, I hate mean, the he guy. Probably has. Right? He has. He has, and it's annoying as hell when he comes in. But you're talking about a designation of a tight end. A, a designation of a quarterback, not a chance. I'm not starting him over right. any other freaking quarterback. As a tight end, you know, he's, he's probably going to get more than the nine points that, like, Hayden Hurst exactly. or Patrick Smith. And, so, you know, honestly, those guys aren't steady. You At least you have the upside that he might throw a pass. He might get that goal line, whatever, and score something. And that's a hell of a lot more upside than Johnu Smith or Hayden Hurst are going to give you. All right, I just so that's, wanna, why, that's all the reason I said it is I would be I'd be content to do it. Yeah. For wait, sure. trade alert. So his passing <laughs> trade alert already. Trade alert. alert. Trade alert. Wait, it's not a trade yet, but I just got a trade offer, and we're talking about him in HQ one where we have sixteen players and blah blah yeah. blah. It's impossible accepted. to get somebody. <laughs> just said accepted. It's uh, I just got an offer of Chase Edmonds for Taysom Hill and a four and a five. I mean, I, look, a four and a five and a 16 man Who cares? Team, uh, league is four times six. Is yeah, 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 yeah. Like I, don't care. I don't care about the pick. That's like the 64th best player. And then if you add another <laughs> 80, yeah, yeah. 80th, like, come on. No, that's no. So then essentially it's Taysom Hill for Chase Edmonds. I do that all day. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take it. Man. Yeah, absolutely. So here we go. I'm going to accept it live on the air while we do this. So just real quick, Taysom Hill on the season um, has five pass attempts. That's it? 
God, it seems like he was out there way more than that. Like like I mean, Jeremy he was, said. He's usually running. He's usually running. He had, yeah. um, he's had at least five rushing attempts each of the last three weeks. Um, prior to that, just like ones and threes. But, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, he went eight for 45, seven for 54. Um, he went two for two in one game for 48 yards passing. Uh, all I, I love the fact that I just got a trade offer and I accepted it with – in a minute, <laughs> like, like the three of us just said, "Yeah, do it," and nobody we didn't offer. <laughs> Hell yeah, smash except. Yeah, I mean Chase Edmonds. I know. I guess there some you could be down on him because he didn't smash in the one game that Kenyon Drake missed. Um, yeah. He was really inefficient. Fine. I mean, he still did what he does. You know, last week he still did does did did what he <laughs> you know Chase Edmonds does. Oh my god, English English is rough. Oh um, my god. Imagine if it wasn't my first language. Like I, I sometimes um, I sometimes I do imagine that. But go ahead, man. That's what it sounds like most of the time. <laughs> People are like, "Sir, did you bring an interpreter?" And I'm like, "I'm speaking English, bitches." I think well, yeah, if, when we go back in in the day and look at all the past shows, in a couple of weeks we have our three year anniversary. Mm-hmm. We should find that one clip where you you said that <laughs> your your mouth gave up, <laughs> like you couldn't say <laughs> someone's. <laughs> you said my mouth just gave up. <laughs> But, I mean, he went back to doing Chase Edmond things last week where yeah. he had uh, 11 total opportunities and he put up 10 points for you, which is fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's still running back two right now in, P- in PPR scoring. I mean, you know, he's not – he's definitely valuable. So I think that trade offer to you – who sent that to you? Uh, hold on a second here. I, I'll, I'll I, I it. You know what is funny? How I bad is this? Greg. How bad is – to be Michael's friend. Oh. How bad is oh. this that Kalen Bellage <laughs> – Gus Edwards and Chase Edmonds are my starters right now. Oh man, that's awful. Uh, yeah, Caitlin Bellage. All three is, of them um, have scored more than anybody else. I know, dude. It's been a weird season for running backs. It's Caitlin Bellage is the top running back uh, apparently, and he's the primary back according to Anthony yeah. Lynn uh, in San Diego. Where are they? Los oh, Angeles. He scored twenty point four and twenty two over the last two weeks. Dude, I Depends mean, seriously, we cut him in some leagues. Like, we cut him finally. Everyone, everyone cut Kalen Balaj in every league because Kalen Balaj is fucking terrible. But whatever. Look, it's it's the season of COVID. It's the it's the season where the uh, running backs are going down like fucking, uh, I don't know, like flies. Is that right? Yeah, flies yeah. go down. <laughs> Hookers, whatever. Whatever goes down. Um, me. After too many drink. Um so, yeah, I'm sorry. That. The way you said it, plus your facial expression, was hilarious. Um, um, I remember yeah, I mean, you paid for him two weeks ago in a few leagues, didn't you? I paid for him. Yeah, I picked him up because yeah, I did. I did a waiver wire article either for our patrons or for um, DLF. I, I don't remember. <laughs> um, but either way, I was like, look, I almost apologized for it. Like, look, I know it's Kalen Balazs, but I have to tell you to pick him up. Like, he's smashed, and he's still going to get a chance. And, you know, Justin Jackson, or Justin, that's his name, right? Justin Jackson. Uh, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. And he's injured. And the rookie. Still out. The rookie, what is he, Kelly? Josh, Josh Kelly. Kelly. Yeah, they, they clearly don't trust Josh Kelly to give him a work, you know, the, the, the majority of the work there. No, so it, it's, it's Kalen Balazs season, baby. It is pretty funny. Like and you you're, know, you're right about cutting him. In, in HQ1, I just clicked on his name, and it says that I had him in weeks two and three and four, and then I cut him, and then I bought him back in week nine. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, he he's why I'm holding on to Josh Adams. You just, <laughs> you just never know. Oh, you're man, that sucks. He, oh, yeah, but he brought up Josh Adams instead of us, Jeremy. He brought it up. <laughs> it's you know, it's that self defense mechanism. Like if I use it against myself, you can't hurt me with it. <laughs> but you know what? We we kind of went way off track because we were talking about Jameis and we got on that Taysom Hill talk. But oh, so so, do you guys think that there is any chance? I mean, I said the comment where I said it could be 60, 40, 70, 30, something like that. But is it going to be Jameis or is it going to be Taysom or is it going to be uh, closer to an even split, do you guys think? I think, and uh, I'm not that bright, but I think um, that I'm going to look up, see what happened when Teddy Bridgewater <laughs> was the quarterback last year. Yeah, but but also they gave Taysom a big contract in the offseason, right? So oh, a lot of people a yeah. lot of people said, oh, that's showing that they want him to be a quarterback. 
Well, and that's what they said. They said that they, he's their future franchise quarterback for reasons that no one fucking knows. No, no, it's ridiculous. I don't. I just don't buy it. I mean, I think they're going to see how Jameis looks. I mean, Jameis Winston is a quarterback, dude. He's he's a passer. I, and you know, if he if he messes it up, maybe they pull pull it, and and they do have um, you know Taysom to throw out there. I really don't know, but I, I would be really. I'd be surprised if Jameis Winston isn't taking half the freaking snaps. Come on. I mean, do they want to win the games or do they want to just stick around? Well, yeah, half, half. I'm I'm sure that it, if it's, if it's anything, the worst case scenario, it would be half. You know, I think I'm hoping that it'll just be Jameis, but even the team said today, we're not sure yet who the starter's going to be. Oh, come on. Yeah. I mean, that's. Yeah, that's just Sean Payton being a douchebag to try to get over on people. So let, let's look up uh, last year when, when Teddy Bridgewater was on, under center, right? Uh-huh. Um, he played QB from weeks two through week eight, right? Uh, yeah. You're the one looking at the screen, so yeah, I'm letting you look it up. Uh, let's see. Taysom Hill – Sucks. He wasn't used. He wasn't used as a quarterback. Okay, Not when good. Bridgewater was there. I'm looking I mean, at his, his passing attempts. You know, he had one, two, three. He had two attempts, two passing attempts during the time the Breeze was out and Teddy Bridgewater was the starter. Actually, one, if I know how to count. So he had one passing attempt. One I'd pass be surprised if it's really much different from that, like yeah. the same as what they did with Bridgewater and Taysom Hill. I mean, they want to win games, and it, it, Hill's a gadget player, but right. it gives them the option to, to, to you know, pull the fuckery or whatever, you know, screw around with their opponent, and the, the opponent's maybe wondering which quarterback's going to go out there. I don't think they're going to buy it either, but um, they don't know when Taysom Hill's going to be on the field, and it, I think it gives New Orleans an edge when they do it sparingly like that. But if Taysom Hill's out there for, like, whole series – I don't know, bro. I'm pretty sure Norway yeah, doesn't win it back uh, Okay, I don't know. I don't know what I was looking at because I'm very stupid. <laughs> you're, but, um, you're wrong no, again. It's Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> okay. it's the second time. What's your What's your problem with reading stats two, tonight? <laughs> two, no, week two through week eight. Just want to make sure. I want to just make sure we're giving our listeners the accurate uh, information. Taysom Hill attempted <laughs> one pass. During Only the, one, really? One pass during the one, two, three, four, five, seven, seven weeks that uh, Breeze was out and Teddy Bridgewater was starting. Hmm. And, and if you remember last year when uh, Breeze went down, a lot of people said, oh, Taysom Hill, you're probably going to play a lot of quarterback. You're going you're gonna, you're gonna to play a lot of quarterback. And um, he did. Well, so, well, like like Jeremy says, I tweet every week enough with the Taysom Hill already. So it is true. I can't stand that guy. <laughs> you know what's good about it though is if you can get any sucker in your league to give you any value. Yeah, um, like Chase Edmonds hey, right now. Hey, like <laughs> right. yeah. If you can find someone in your league, like you should be pushing Taysom Hill out there and just being like, look, you know, uh, with Bridgewater out, he's definitely going to get some more run at quarterback. Now's um, the time because after yeah. this game this week, people are going to be like, damn it. But I want what, Chase Edmonds back. But what about the other, the the reverse of what we talked about? We talked about if he's designated a tight end and you would, would you put him in over other people? He's designated as a quarterback in MFL, but if he's going to get more playing time because Breeze isn't there, but maybe as a rushing touchdown or some of these other things, you might. Because like when you just made the joke about Greg, I just looked at Greg's roster. He has Daniel Jones. Then he has Matt Barkley, Ben DiNucci, and Oof. Trace McSorley. Those Sorry. were his quarterbacks. <laughs> So I guess that's why he sent the offer then. But, I mean, you could maybe put him in as a starting quarterback and then you might get some rushing touchdowns on the goal line or something like that, you know? I've had weeks like that in HQ1 where, you know, I wish I had somebody to plug in that spot that, you know, that I – other than what I had on my roster, really. And so, yeah, I could see that. We're we're saying, hey, we'll plug him in over these kind of iffy – um, uncertain tight ends. I mean, if you don't have a second quarterback, maybe that's a play too for Greg this week, plugging yeah. him in as his uh, super flex quarterback. Yeah, in a 16 team league, that's fine. There's just, he should not be anywhere near your starting roster in a fucking 12 team. No. Um, right. And that right was then. the only league out of all 19 of my leagues that I even had the guy on a roster. <laughs> Thank yeah, God. Right. If he has tight end designation, I could I could see talking yourself in this starting him yes. at tight end, obviously, because yes. tight ends are fucking wasteland after like the top twelve. It's actually, you know, it's stronger than it has been in the past, but it, it's still sure. you know, I take a shot on him there. But if he's got QB designation, I'm saying the 
away from him. He's going to yeah. get one one rushing attempt. I'm just looking at some of the trades on DLF. You're not getting much for him, honestly. You're getting like a third round pick, some fab. Um, it's got to be, like you yeah. said, it's got to be a super flex league and it's got to be a super flex league that's like a bigger than normal super flex league, like a 14 or 16 team league, not a 12 team league. Because yeah, you're hoping he gets a touchdown as it is, yeah. just to be yeah. valuable at all. And, you know, speaking of hoping to get touchdowns, I'm going to move on yeah. to the other guy that we were going to talk about. And, Jeremy, you and I, in all 19 of my Jeremy. leagues, if it's not on my team, he's on your team. But Nick Chubb <laughs> had that amazing run and then decided to run out of bounds on the one-yard line. And I saw your tweet about it at the time it happened. As a Browns fan, I in that moment, I'm like, yes, the Browns are going to actually win this game. And then I was like, oh, man. <laughs> Six points down the drain, because and I was, I was, it was because my fantasy teams, I have them in a lot of places, and I knew that it potentially could cause me to lose the game, right? But I mean, you know, had he scored, I mean, they, they still were going to win the game. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a selfless thing. Nick Chubb's a great, he's a great guy, man. Good for him. But yeah, I want the six points next time, Chubb. It was a nice long run, and I was like, ah, why did you step out at the one yard line, bro? <laughs> the Sorry funny thing, thing though, the, the funny thing though is, in some of our leagues, in some of our leagues, like the listener leagues, you get the points for the length of the touchdown too. So it was like what an eighty yard touchdown. So you were going to get more than six points. You were going to get those because in our five listener leagues, you have Chubb in three of them. <laughs> so you would have got. I mean, you would have got more than six. Forget how fast he is, you know. He's he's good between the tackles too, and, and he's fleet of foot. And I mean, wow, yeah. I, I as a Browns fan, I was fine with it, but I definitely could have used those six points, guys. This hasn't been a great fantasy season for the Madman. Um, <laughs> you know what? And regardless of what your wife, girlfriend, or boyfriend has told you in the past, length does matter. Uh, <laughs> and that's that's why we give that scoring in our leagues because we recognize. <laughs> that length matters and we're not going to pretend that it doesn't. Um, yeah, there's no points for Gareth as far as we know on a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm I'm laughing double-sided because you ref, referencing, ugh, referencing yourself as the madman and, and Shane talking about length. But um, uh, the one thing I did think was interesting, there was a lot of hate on, on Twitter about him doing that. And then there was like, then there was other tweets saying, you know, Chubb doesn't care about your fantasy team. He cares about his football team. And yeah. neither does any of the other NFL players that are playing right now. They don't give a shit whether yeah. they score for you or not. They just want to win for their team. That's all that matters. Exactly. And they shouldn't give a fuck about our fantasy teams. Like, cause honestly, like if dude goes out there and blows his fucking knee out, you think I'm sending him a get well soon card? Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. I'm looking at who his replacement is. So he shouldn't give a shit about me either. The funniest well, thing, the, the, I was going to say for you, Jeremy, for your team, the funniest thing was the Vegas odds were three and a half. So, and, and, and that touchdown would have, would have made it for them. So a lot of people were like, oh, it was fixed because of Vegas is what they were saying. Yeah. So Chubb cares about Vegas. Yeah. yeah. Chubb is connected is what you're saying. That's what you some know. people were Good saying. Fella. Good fella. I got you. <laughs> it's got always you. funny to me when players say, you know, Hey, I'm sorry. I let down your fantasy teams this week, guys. Those players seem cool. Like they're engaged with the fans and with fantasy football. But at the same time, I'm thinking to myself, Shouldn't you really have a different kind of motivation? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't, it, wouldn't it be considered kind of like uh, didn't Pete Rose got in trouble for gambling on baseball because they said well, he might throw games for it? Why did different. it? Why? Yeah, but but what I'm saying is the the underlying thing about gambling in baseball was that they say that you're going to gamble and then you're going to throw games. What, what's the difference in people playing fantasy football and doing something to throw a game? Well, I think the fact that most of the fantasy football leagues, even the baller ones, aren't like Pete Rose is putting like $50,000 on for the fucking Reds to win by three runs or lose by a run. You know what I mean? Like, I know. I was just throwing that out there. I'm just saying it seems funny to me that what Jeremy says, if one of your guy, one of these guys say, hey, I'm sorry for your fantasy team. You know, if the guy was really paying attention to fantasy stats, I don't think he should be out there playing football, you know? Nah, he's just he's just saying that to be nice. <laughs> Probably. Like a, it's like it's like girls, you know what I mean? Like they say things to be to, they just say things to be nice. They don't mean them, but they just say them. I started laughing without you even saying what you were going to yeah. say. Why don't we go on to some of these trades that we have before it gets too dangerous? Because Jeremy made a comment a minute ago while we were talking, you pulled out that bottle again. So, why don't we get to some of these? 
when we get to some of these trades. So the, the first trade on here, of course, is a Shane trade. So oh, I made a trade. <laughs> yes, you made a trade. Well, this week we actually have a few Shane trades. I have two trades on here. Jeremy has a trade. So it's kind of a mixture of all yeah, of us this time. It's good. It's good that you guys could get involved with this. Um, <laughs> well, usually yeah. we we do have trades. We just don't bring them up. <laughs> So this is a 14-team <laughs> Superflex league. Um, uh, I got to be honest with you. I'm probably not staying in this league um, after this year. So this was definitely a move I made for uh, someone in the future. Uh-huh. I could have been, you know what I mean? I could be a douchebag and be like, fuck, I ain't coming back next year. I'm going to just blow all my ass in here and throw in. But I'm like, eh, don't be that guy. All I heard in there was blow some ass. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Let it go. So I gave uh, <laughs> I gave up Daniel Jones, uh-huh. um, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, mm-hmm. hilarious for Dak Prescott and Adam Troutman. What type of tight ends and quarterbacks does your team already have? Okay, so the quarterbacks not great, Bob. Uh, there was there was obviously Daniel Jones, and Daniel Jones was probably the standout. Um, oh, wow, was, uh, really? Sam Darnold, Cam Newton. Uh, Brett Ripien, Jake Lutton. Um, and you only need to start, it's a start eight team. It's a start eight super flex. Oh, um, you, you only need to start one running back. Oh, um, then, yeah. yeah, then, then, then it's a, it's a good trade for quote unquote, the person that's taking over your team. <laughs> yeah. So congrats, whoever takes over next year, you got Dak Prescott. I know you would have liked to have Clyde Edwards Lair, but you still have Miles Sanders and DeAndre Swift. So that's not good. bad. Oh, there you go. Okay. And now you have Dak. It's a super flex. So you got Dak and, and you said a couple other guys, Cam and somebody else. Dak, um, I mean, you got Dak and Cam. I mean, uh, you know, it's a little weak. I'm not going to lie at the, the the QB position. You know, look, I went in on Sam Darnold and Daniel Jones a little too much this year. Uh, <laughs> not Sam Darnold so much. I bought him low, but Daniel Jones. Okay, good. I there, I was thinking about this in the car the other day that I made way too many trades where it involved like me giving up uh, Josh Allen and getting Daniel oh. Jones back with like a third in, or a second and oh, me going, oh, I won that trade. Uh, False. <laughs> I still no, regret. I, I still regret the um, uh, <laughs> the Josh Allen trade you and I did in, in HQ one where I gave you Josh Allen. I don't even. Yeah. I don't. I remember because I love that guy, and uh, as a Dolphins fan, it sucks that I like him. Um, no, I in this case, and especially the way you were talking about it, I think it's a good trade, and and it's a good trade for the future of the person taking over the team. Yeah. So congratulations to whoever's taking over this team right. uh, when I leave, and if any of uh, any of my league mates um, are listening, uh, <laughs> don't tell anyone yet. We have talked about this almost every single week since week one that we're leaving yeah, we a bunch of leagues. <laughs> everyone to realize that, you know, it might be your leagues we're leaving. Uh, but this trade chain, dude, just based on the players you said you have on it, um, slam dunk, man, with the yeah. running backs you have. Get it, Prescott, one of the best quarterbacks really in the NFL when he comes back. Um, and Troutman, really great uh, young tight end. Yeah, getting rid of Jones and getting Prescott, I realize you had to get rid of that running back, but I, you know, this trade is a win for you, dude. Start when you only have to start one running back, and it's it's only eight right. roster spots in a super flex. Like, yeah, I'm fine. I'll, I'll fade, especially when you know I've got concerns about Clyde Edwards Hilaire. So, I don't know if he's ever going to be that three down Miles Sanders, that three down back, that DeAndre Swift. So I, I you know, why not um, sell sell when you while you can? What's I, that, Mike? I was going to say, I think it's interesting how there's a lot of people now, we're in, we're going into week 11, I've seen a lot of trades of some of these rookies that, you know, back in uh, July, August, you would never see these trades happening because everybody thought yep. they were going to be the greatest things ever. But we talked about it plenty of times that they, they didn't have a rookie camp, they didn't have, you know, preseason. And some of these guys may not have been the, like, league winners that some people just wanted them to be. So I've seen some other trades. I know, Shane, you could pull it up with your DLF thing. But I've seen a couple trades of CEH this week. I don't actually own DLF. I know, anything. but you're you're our resident DLF employee, so you bring it up. But I'm just saying, I've seen CEH traded in a couple places lately that I would never have seen that type of trade done five months ago or so. Yeah, right, no, right off the bat, first trade I brought up, um, Kenyon Drake, Tyler Boyd, and a couple thirds yeah. for CEH. Yeah. You weren't making that. Because CEH was the 101. Exactly. And, 
maybe 102, you know, depending on Superflex and, and who was drafting, but he was 101, 102. I definitely bought in to, to the whole narrative there. I, I, you know, I don't think he's going to be a bust. It's just that I, I, I clearly overvalued the situation for this year. Um, well, look at that. You turn that into a premium quarterback. Dude, in Superflex yeah. leagues, getting quarterbacks like Dak Prescott, you pay for that. And, I mean, you, honestly, you didn't really give up that much, Daniel Jones and then the running back. But, you know, you're getting a top-tier quarterback to plug in every week. I mean, that's that's the hardest thing to acquire in these leagues, you know, top quarterback. Definitely. Young one. And, and I don't think that CH is like a bust or anything, but I do think that even leading up to the rookie draft, none of us, there was nobody that thought he would be the first running back drafted no. in the draft. So, no. you know, when that happened, all of a sudden he shot up people's uh, rankings just oh, because oh. he was taken. <laughs> and and it's not that it was because of anything he did. It was because he was the first one drafted. So yeah, landing uh, spot's important, but dude, that would have happened to any running back that went there course. out of those top guys. I mean, same same thing. They would have been yeah. the top guy. And, DeAndre you know, Swift would look uh, mighty f***ing there. They'd be playing him, you know what I mean? God, that hurts. I just I, think it's funny, and I, I don't mind moving any of those guys You know, now. It's just funny how how much people love them in the offseason. Well, let me ask you this. Are you fading Jonathan Taylor? Because I'd collect the shit out of him um, if, if, if anyone was willing to trade him low. That's a big thing that was talked about this week. And, and Jeremy... What do you think about Jonathan Taylor right now? You know, because you also have the Naheem Himes, which we talked about plenty of times in the first couple of weeks, and Shane's shaking his head. Go ahead. I want to bring this up so many times when Shane... (laughs) I know. And not to make Shane look bad, it's his birthday, but like, so. do you remember the time when Shane was like, Naheem Hines, he's he's not a very good athlete. Wait, wait, do I remember? I was the one that in week one and two that said I got him in all these places and I was thrilled to have him and I was hoping he would be an Eckler and he's got Priv and blah, blah, blah. And then I was told by Shane that he sucks. He's not good at football. And and I said, but yes, I know you're saying yes, but I also said to you at that time, but he's good for fantasy points. I don't give a shit of whether he's good at real football. The funny part isn't just that. It's even funnier, like just totally like blows it out of the water. Like two weeks after Shane said that, the dude was doing freaking acrobatics gymnastics in the end zone. Not athletic guys. I mean, athleticism, the only thing that he's elite in is his 40-yard dash. He's and in the exactly height and weight. Wingspan all 15% or below. He's got yeah. short arms, small hands. You know what they say about small hands. His vertical <laughs> jump is only in the 63rd percentile. His broad jump isn't shit. His three cones roll was in the 23rd percentile. His 20 yard shuttle was in 27th. Percentile. And then he looked like an Olympic athlete so, doing look, all he's moves. Not, he's not hyper athletic. Like, who can't do a backflip? You can't do a backflip? <laughs> I can't even do a back roll <laughs> if I, I lay on the ground. <laughs> Oh. Okay, next page we're gonna tape all three of us doing backflips because I can I do backflips like you yeah. know I've always thought that that's so I hate to see those guys do that because I'm always afraid about the one time the guy's gonna do that flip he's gonna land on his neck knee. you know or, or yeah. I, I I didn't even think about rupturing his knee I think about like not making it all the way around you know <laughs> uh, like the kids at the swimming pool who try to do the dive oh, and then God. everyone knows that no no no, no. Legend, shut right? up shut up shut up but yes yeah. no the point point is the point is i did see a lot of stuff on twitter people freaking out about jonathan taylor so jeremy shane just asked what do we think about jonathan taylor what do you think about him i, I mean i'd like to buy him low and give him a chance i, I think he's he's still going to develop into a running back i i mean i think he's better than we've seen for sure uh, people talking about his vision and his uh you know, not following like the the blocks and the way that the line opens up for him. He's not seeing that. You know, I don't see Trent Richardson, but he's definitely not. Um, <laughs> he's definitely not. You know, in the in the zone. Uh, but I think you know, I I have hopes for him. So, like Shane said, if you can buy him low, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But you know, I, I'm not out there buy, acquiring him anyway. I wouldn't pay pay for him, but I mean, if you can get a good value, a good deal, like Shane was saying, yeah, I think you do it. But what about I the mean, reverse? Are you guys selling him? Yeah. So, Not now. I you know, wouldn't. I did. Um, I know you guys don't watch it because um, you hate me. But um, <laughs> me and Scott, you know, we do Manic and Chill. And we actually just, uh, while we were recording, um, videoing it, whatever you f-ing call it, because it's on YouTube. Right. While we were doing it, I got an offer of DJ Moore for my Jonathan Taylor. 
Ah, and you love DJ Moore. I do, I do. And, you know, I talked it out with Scott a little bit, and I was ready to accept, and dude revoked it. <gasps> oh, oh, man, you should have accepted that. I immediately sent it back because, oh. you know, I looked at this card. Like, I love DJ Moore. I know that he's having, you know, I don't want to talk about his year. We yes, 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 yes. You know I feel so. about DJ Moore. So, yeah, I let him slip through my hands, but I, I'd make that trade. Um, oh, let me ask you man. That Would you rather sucks. have Jonathan Taylor or – Nicholas Chubb, oh Nick Chubb, God. Nick Chubb, not yeah, ten, ten times yeah. out of ten. My, yeah, me sure. too, no question. Kareem Hunt, this past week, and Kareem Hunt still being used in the game. He's being used a lot, you know, like you. Uh, some teams would use a slot receiver almost, you know, mm-hmm. in there with the two tight end sets and stuff. Uh, I think um, they're both, like we said, could be valuable. They are, and um, you know, Chubb, dude, Chubb's a better running back than people oh give God. him credit. Yeah. For. How about Joseph Mixon? Or Jonathan Taylor and a second. Oh well, Jonathan Taylor and a second. I and hate a second. Jonathan. Yeah, yeah, and, no, and a second. Just, I'm not punching McPunchers in, but just as a football. <laughs> no, I just don't. I think Joe Mixon is the most. I get that he's what people like about him. I just, I still think that get, that kid's overrated. And if you can get Jonathan Taylor and a pick, I would do that. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I agree. I think he's overrated too, and uh, I, I would probably take the chance with Jonathan Taylor and the pick also. <laughs> And oh. just we didn't cover it in news, but remember, news is brought to you by Fantasy Data. Yeah. Um, and you can use the promo code TRADESHQ and get a discount on that. Sweet. Um, it's worth it because I, since we have a, a, an affiliation with them, we, we get their site for free. And their data is fucking awesome. <laughs> it, is, um, it is. That's awesome. So, yeah, you should definitely hit up Fantasy Data, hit TRADESHQ. Um, but I forget what I was talking about. <laughs> We were just talking about Joe Mixon, and then and then all of a sudden, yeah. But while he was while he was doing that promo, he was pouring another drink. Did you notice that? He's pouring, man. We better hurry up on this show. He's not going to last much longer. Yeah, I'm just I'm just looking at Joe Mixon scoring. I mean, it's not great, Bob. I mean, he's had you know obviously he had that 42 point week, which is just bananas. Um, He hasn't practiced since week six. Is that the last time he played? He missed. Uh, he's not practicing again. Yeah, is basically where I was getting to. I would trade Joe Mixon all day if I could get um, Jonathan Taylor for him. Yeah, and I kick myself in the balls every day because I traded for Joe Mixon in a league <laughs> where I, I was contending. I traded for <laughs> Joe Mixon and James Robinson and gave up a shit ton. And I I've gotten to play Joe Mixon once. You know what's yeah, funny? It's not- you say you kick yourself in the balls every day. Can you imagine, Jeremy, that every morning he wakes up and he goes, oh, that Joe Mixon trade, and then he kicks himself in the balls. Like I'm going to have to kick myself in the nuts again. <laughs> you, know, you know, speaking of your um, Manic and Chill show with, with Scott, um, I actually did a trade in one of our listener leagues and in HQ5, and Scott is in that league. And Yes, and Scott and I were playing each other this week. And... Um, in, in like any league that I was in that I didn't have Mike Evans, I sent trades out for him on Saturday night. And in HQ5, like 10 minutes before kickoff, I got a counter for my Mike Evans trade. So I did a trade and the trade was he offered me Mike Evans and a 2020 sec, 2022 second. And I gave him my 2021 first and a 20. 2022 first and a 2021 second. So in other words, we swapped huh? seconds. We swapped seconds and I gave him a 2022 first for for Mike Evans. A 2022 all, first. Yes, a 2022 first. Scott and yourself are both married men, so you shouldn't be swapping. No, no, no. Um, I'm, the reason I mentioned Scott is because I was playing him and I did this trade right before it and Mike Evans went off and got a lot of points and I beat Scott this week. <laughs> that, that wasn't a trade from Scott. It was a trade from Monty Lowe. But I'm saying so Mike, part of the reason I won was because I did this trade right before the game. Yeah, you beat him. He, he had a season high 11 targets this week. Yes, it was it's great. What you want to see, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and part of the reason I sent out all those trades that night was because of the all the comments and all the shit talk and all the stuff, even the coach saying, yeah, we need to get Mike Evans more looks and blah, 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 whatever. Sure they do. And I've always loved him. You guys know that. So that's why I sent out the offers. So, in, so I gave, essentially, I gave a 2022 first and, for Mike Evans, and we swapped our seconds. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's a great deal for you. 
I thought so. I was thrilled. Yeah. Two years out. Well, you know, <laughs> so basically. You know what's crazy is Mike Evans is um, he's on pace for 100 uh, targets on the dot. Um, the fewest targets he's ever seen um, is 118 in last year when he only played 13 games. Uh, but it almost doesn't matter because he's scoring touchdowns. Well, that's what we talked about last week. You even mentioned it about what was going on. And then we talked about how he was like the leading touchdown guy for the first like five or six weeks, but they were all those one yard, two yard touchdowns, you know, but now even with all the targets and everything, I mean, all the mouths to feed there, he really did get a lot of targets this week and it, it paid off, you know? I think you have to hope for him. I've talked about this before, but yeah, he's, he's not done. Um, he's going to be playing after Brady's done playing. What is he? Twenty-seven right now. He's got a, a few good good years left, and he you know he can score like a wide receiver one. So I he's twenty-seven, right? He's only twenty-eight. Twenty-eight years old. Oh, he's he, uh, so good. We're twenty-seven. I mean, if you want to do math correctly, <laughs> you're gonna... anyways, so you're, you're just you know, making you're it up off the top of your head, then. <laughs> Yeah, he's 27, so he just turned 27 in August. So, dude, yeah, I mean, people – but you – this is another sort of – people don't have patience. And in Dynasty football, you kind of have to eventually get some. you got to learn a little bit of patience and wait wait for the cream to rise at the top on the younger players and don't give up on Mike Evans because Tom Brady's not targeting him. I, I mean, really, people just give up easily. I think you got to steal with that trade, dude. How come I don't get these kind of offers and – I got to start reaching out more in the HQ. You need to actually um, respond to trade offers when people send them to you. Yeah. And then they <laughs> Don't you ever see me doing this to people? No, I don't. Listen. Like every, every three months, I'll get a rejection, and I'm like, oh, that's right. I did send Jeremy an offer. In. <laughs> it is true. Dude, it's funny because I, I don't know. I just send them out. Jeremy, you, you made a comment uh, in the offseason how, like, I was, like, grabbing Michael Thomas in a lot of places, and you said, Oh, now you're on to Michael Thomas because you had like Michael Thomas. Yeah, so I I had moved away from running back, so I tried to get run, wide receivers. What's funny is is I've done a lot of trades in the last two or three months, and I, I counted it. I have six teams in six different teams. I have Mike Evans, Michael Thomas, Kenny Galladay, and Stefan Diggs. Like all four of them on six different teams. <laughs> like I yeah, I really kind of did all the moves that I could to get those wide receivers because it's it's more fun for me now to have the wide receivers than the running backs. Well, except at Kenny Galladay every week you're like not it's, playing. No, that and also Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas fucking Michael Thomas, yeah, in you know, the um dude football bro invitational um has uh he he he's hindered us. Um, yes. we're sitting he's in sure. sixth place right now by points. Uh we're in fourth. Um, I have yep. no idea what the playoffs are based on because um, <laughs> last year we sucked ass. It's so stupid. Um, we just got our doors blown year. off this week by Danny Kelly too, by about 60 points, I think. Oh my God. Um, it wasn't a great week. Uh, A.J. Brown gave us two. But anyway, um, Michael Thomas and Miles Sanders really hurt us in the beginning of the season, um, both did. of those guys being out. Yeah, and Jeremy, you know, I I went all in on him, and in every one of those startups we did, even the listener leagues, I took him with my first pick, and you even made a comment to me, you know, you're really going all in on Michael Thomas, and I was like, well, I'm hoping, yeah, because that's usually a guy I get. That was the thing. I was I wanted him, so and I was I just, hoping it, you turned you turned and you were you were going. I I didn't think we were going to compete over the same guys because you had your own favorites, but that wasn't yeah. the case. And I'm like you. And part of it was because I was thinking that Jameis will be there, and I knew that something would happen eventually to Breeze. <laughs> and I thought Jameis would just throw it to Michael Thomas and shit. But um, yeah, no, you got to load up on your favorite guys like that. And I'd go wide receiver over running backs most of the time. Um, yeah, even though it's much deeper. But back to what Shane was saying about the DFB Invitational. Um, it, it is funny to look at us sitting ahead of Scott Barrett and TJ Calkins because we were playing the long game. They, them, not so much. They were going for now and later, and it was obvious. But we weren't necessarily playing for now. And even with the setbacks, we're still right there. Um, but in the standings, it looks like we're one ahead of them and Elvin and Evan Silva. I was going to well. say, I'm, we're ahead of a couple other people other than yeah. just the one you mentioned. <laughs> yeah, that's Collins, Bob Harris, and C.J. Kaltenbach. Kalten, We're ahead of all those guys right now, which I'm surprised. I mean, the Siege, we knew, wasn't going to have a good team. But. <laughs> you know, I hate I hate co-owning teams. You guys know that. Like, I yeah. can't 
Do you I really? That, I don't <laughs> love it either, but we're aware. We I don't significantly hate the fact that I have to go to you fuckers and be like, oh, is it okay if I make this offer? It is so funny. Um, it's one but it's so funny, though, because because Jeremy and I have talked about this. We're, we only call, what, what two teams, really? The three? Full, well, actually, three, but the, the, the third one, Jeremy and I have never even seen that team. You, yeah, you don't even give us the link. The other ones, we don't. <laughs> Even worry about or care about, right? Right, but we, but, but Jeremy and I said, listen, we'll let Shane go ahead and do what he wants in that league. But in DFB, we do that. talk about it, and it works. I just want to say this: so in the one league you guys have never seen, we won the championship last year. Yes, in HQ two that you let me run because I'm a wild monkey. Um, we made it to the championship game last year. Uh-huh. I accidentally picked up some players off waivers wait, wait, wait. this year. But Jeremy, he's about to he's about to say something about DFB, and it's going to be where we consult regularly it, and speak to one another. We, um, we, we got our doors blown off last year. I think we were the worst team. And, and Jeremy, we're wasn't this also team. the team that you and I disagreed with what his, our first pick was supposed to be, but we let him do it anyways? What, uh, yeah, it was tough. The startup draft is what killed us. And I don't want to Carson Wentz pick? <laughs> birthday but yeah we dude we <laughs> we had a rough startup draft but Look we had more face. than made up for that i just want to say we we both lost that one like there's no winning when you're choosing between carson wentz and jared goff when you look at it now you're like oh right. yeah now is is that who it was is that what we yeah, came down to at the time yeah, that wasn't the first overall but because we you know we we drafted deshaun watson before those two guys i believe is that what it was? anyway anyway you know we fixed it but wait you mentioned jared goff and another trade that I did on Sunday morning, I did a trade with Russ. Um, and in uh, one of the Trade Addicts leagues, uh, he sent uh-huh. me Dwayne Haskins and Julio Jones for Jared Goff. So- oh, slam dunk. I, I'd, I'd get that trade and I would hump my phone. I'd be like, oh, yeah. Well, and in that league, I also have Priv and I have, uh, I don't remember, another quarterback. So I stuck Priv in and he, Philip Rivers, did awesome this weekend and Goff didn't do so hot. So, I mean, just this weekend, it made it look good. And now I got Julio to stick in my lineup. So let me me tell you a little something about Julio and uh, Jared Goff. (laughs) Okay. In Superflex leagues, I think the... the, the, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, oh my God, where are you going with it? <laughs> and he's alone tonight. There's no kids. There's no nothing. He just turned his head and looked up into the ceiling. Like, what the hell was that? The uh, the knee jerk reaction. That's it. That's it. The knee jerk reaction is to to take a a, a quarterback in a trade, right? Yes. Yeah, and super flex. Oh, oh, I got to start too. Well, now you don't actually have to start two of them. Correct. Um, and honestly, looking at the scoring on this, you would have been better served uh, playing Julio Jones over mm-hmm. Jarrett Goff uh, just about every week this year. Uh huh. Um, also throughout their careers. Um, Jarrett Goff is not very good. Um, he just put up consecutive weeks um, of 10 fantasy points at the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. Weeks eight and ten, which wouldn't be consecutive, but I guess they had a bye, so that's that's how that works. But it's consecutive to me. That's how that works. Yeah, you, Julio Jones, Julio Jones. Yeah, yeah. He um he, he you want to know what he scored last time he played? Yeah, sixteen points. Sweet. You want to know what he scored before that? The what before? Twenty points. Okay, so I was very happy to get the trade offer, and I was very happy to do the trade. But what's really funny now is I just clicked on his team because I didn't do it then, but I just did it now. And when we talked about Greg's team in the other league, his team is almost the same. He has Matt Barkley, he has Trace McSorley, <laughs> and he has Daniel Jones, and then now he has Jared Goff. So he has like this is almost the collecting of the bad quarterbacks. Teams it, but it's them. almost the same as Greg's in the Dynasty Greg's where he traded for Taysom Hill. So it, it, it's a similar type of roster. So um, and and look, I, I'm not saying this to say, oh, that's a shitty trade for him, blah, blah, blah. But but it was one of those kind of things where I was happy to do it. We don't know what his mindset was. We don't know what he was looking for when he sent me that offer. You know, saying that offer? Russ, uh, Dynasty Outhouse. Listen, you stopped saying my name like five minutes ago. You're lucky I paid attention this long. Um, exactly. 
I don't like that trade. I mean, I get I get what Russ is doing, and you know his thought process is, is Julio Jones is a thirty-two year old wide receiver, mm-hmm. um, history chronic history of injury. Jared Goff is a, he's a quarterback, right? He's yeah. gonna play forever in Superflex. I don't I don't know, man. Like Jared Goff, like when that contract when they can get out of that contract, whenever that might yeah. be, I should look that up so I don't look like an idiot spouting shit out. He's of just him. not a great quarterback. I do know, see good. He's not. He's giving you low tight end, yeah, low QB two numbers back end. I did just check, and Russ is one and nine in that league. So, you're, so that must be what it is. Like you said, he's looking to get a young quarterback um, and, and trading an older wide receiver. But is yeah, it. you could take out any reference to the cap because uh, golf is pretty much solidly tied there until t- through twenty twenty two. Okay, so, so then that 40. would be the then that would be the reason for it. And and in this case, I'm right in the middle of the pack. Uh, I'm I'm in sixth place out of twelve teams, so I'm like right there in the middle. So. For me, then I was happy to do it and stick Julio into the lineup, you know. It's very strange, Jeremy, because we usually just talk about Shane trades, but we just talked about two of mine, but you also made a trade this week as well, right? I I made a few. I put one on here that I thought might be interesting to talk about is uh, Deep Debbie League. So, you know, tons of Debbie players, maybe, I mean, I don't know, 30 Debbie players per team kind of thing. Um, It's best ball, and I'm at the top of the standings in this league by like 50 points. And it might go, it's best ball during the season, and it might switch to, um, I can't remember if this is the one that switches to setting the lineups in the playoffs, but just a dynasty league, but it's best ball. And I had Jalen Rager, and he wasn't really getting me points, right? And I got an offer of Devontae Adams, a pick, I think, for Jalen Rager, Travis Etienne, and um, um, a pick. And I was, I, I wasn't happy with that so i offered it just rager and etn for adams because adams obviously becomes a starter right away and points you know when he plays each week for me so i was hoping to pad the stats kind of keep my lead and win this win this league i hated to part with i i love both of those players rager and etn but etn who knows what he's going to become but he's a hot a hot household name and uh rager we all like jalen rager shane shane's pet um, player there on the Eagles, you know, and uh, so, but I mean, I just had to be practical about it. And if I want to hold the lead, I need something like Adams. We're talking about maybe the overall wide receiver one right now. So, yeah, and that's the thing. Uh, and we did, I mean, we talked about that last week when we did our, our who's our number ones. And, you know, I had Devontae Adams at number one, um, without a doubt. And um, yeah. just real quick on the, on the Jalen Regger, shout out to at RB Gilcrest. Um, if you see my, uh, my background, I saw that. Yeah, yeah he I saw it. Nice. Yeah. Um, and I love Rager and I, I love Etienne, Etienne. But yeah, I mean, if you're going to win now, I don't know that there's a better win now piece than fucking Devontae Adams. And I expect at least two more years of high production, you know, high level production from him. Devontae, like I said, Devontae Adams is like Michael Thomas, but better. He's more consistent. <laughs> I needed something to put me over the top because I don't have yeah. tight in that league. So I like it. For me, yeah, I think I would rather have the Devontae Adams side also because, you know, for, for the way we've talked about it in the past, I'm not a big fan of Devi anyways. And, you know, whether we think this guy is going to be great or not, you still don't – you have no idea whether he will or not. And Even Devontae no Adams – no-brainer as that seemed though, Mike, you know, yeah. I was like, damn, I don't want to give up these guys because you're only human, you know, you do it. But, sure. I mean, it's a slam dunk for this for the Devontae Adams if you're in first place. You have to do that. And we know you. We Listen, I know the way you – personally feel you could you're smiling but you love college you love watching college football you love watching these guys and then seeing them play well in the nfl and then you have them on your teams because then you feel like you know hey i i watched them i like them i knew he would do good but in this sense for you to to win something now it's better to have Devonte adams you know oh yeah, i thought Shane was about to say something uh all right so it happened it feels like a long time it you know it feels like it but it's only been 26 minutes no <laughs> i'm just kidding did you see his eyes pop out of his head that was pretty funny um <laughs> <laughs> No, all right. But so, hey, listen, before we wrap it up, um, I, Shane, you had one other trade on here, right? I had, you, I got, I got a trade. You, can I tell you, Jeremy, <laughs> this is really in, in the three years of doing this, we've never <laughs> done a show where Shane was drinking during the show. <laughs> 
you have this like he's got this times, huge yeah, not like this and he's got this huge smile on his face he's ready to go do you want to save this last trade for the patreon or for the hq crew show or the what do you want to do crew um because they're better than patrons like yeah. honestly if you're in a crew you would fuck up somebody's patrons <laughs> Like you would see him walk down the street, you'd be like, "Patrons, yeah, bitch, who are you? You DHH patrons? I will punch you in the throat." <laughs> and um, no, you know what though is really cool. Once God, you know, God willing, everything goes back to normal. Hopefully, in the year twenty twenty one, we are gonna have some HQ crew parties. And when when some of these locations that we go to, we're gonna have some parties with our HQ. Look at Shane's face. Yeah, no, no. Everybody's welcome to come up to Northeast Philadelphia and um, see how we get down. Um, uh, yeah. Anyway. Well, yeah, I, I, had, I had a trade. Um, yeah. Trade alert. Yeah. What, um, is, what is this last trade you have in there? And I, actually, one of the HQ crew actually pushed me over the ledge on this. Ooh. So, you know, a lot of times in the patron chat, I'll just throw a trade in there. Yes. Just to see what people say. Usually it's because I'm like, I'm not really sure. Um, you know what I mean? So I threw this one in there and Justin, I believe it was Justin, um, was like, I do that. And I was like, all right, fuck it, I'll do that then. So I gave up <laughs> uh, Brandon Ayuk, uh, 2021 second and a 2021 third, which whatever, um, for Juju Smith Schuster. Um, I know my idea, but Jeremy, look at your face. What do you think? Which side do you like better? I mean, you guys know I'm a big time Juju Smith Schuster fan. Um, right. So I'm surprised that you gave up Ayuk in those two picks for for Schuster. But um, yeah, I, I want Schuster. I, I love. I, I think Brandon Ayuk is is a fine player, and I, like you said, you know he's he's kind of like um, you know his counterpart there that doesn't play. It's like plugging him in, um, and he's he's a rookie and he's done well. But um, I I'm a I'm a I'm a Schuster fan, man. I have to take that side. But I you gave up quite a bit, man. I like Ayuk a lot more. Like you know how it is. Like you don't realize how much you like a player sometimes until you get a trade offer <laughs> and they're involved, and you're like, you know what I mean? Right. And all of a sudden, it's like, wait, but that's that's my Brandon. Like I, that's my that's guy. Mine. Like I, I don't, I don't I know that I want to give him up like that. Like right. I got him in second, late second round of this draft, maybe the third, I forget, but it was definitely like low. And um, you know, look, the kids balled the out um yeah. i still think I, I might be wrong but i still think juju has wide receiver one upside the funny thing is and the reason i threw it to you jeremy is because we all know listening to the show we know that you like juju and a lot of times i say i don't like him which i actually don't necessarily like him <laughs> however but what what Shane just said is you don't realize it till you're actually facing something and for me, I wouldn't actively go out and get him. But a trade like that, whether you like Brandon or not, the second and third, we've talked about it a million times. You can get them later. You can do whatever. It, it, I would rather have the juju side, which I don't usually say. And even this past week, I saw a couple trades two weeks ago for juju, and then he played great this week, you know? And, and two it's, weeks now. Two weeks now. Yeah. He, he bought out. Yeah. So, so, so. For him, even if they do, Jeremy, we talked, what, two, three weeks ago, how they move on to their next player. You know, Chase Claypool's being awesome, and they move on to their next guy. So even if Juju gets moved on next year, the year after, whatever, if you're right, and then he could be a wide receiver one somewhere else. So Sure, I expect it to be just like you said. He, he, he came in the league 25. super young. Oh, he wasn't yeah. even 21 years old, you know, his first season until, like, what when his birthday's late? What is it? December uh, early the next year? Actually, November twenty second. Um, oh, yeah, so he was twenty before years old. <laughs> yeah, he was twenty years old, Shane, until you know for several months he couldn't even order a legally order an adult beverage out while he's playing for the Steelers. So, I mean, getting done with his contract with the Steelers next year, um, I think this guy's the limit. I like that Shane did this. Ayuk, I feel, is a player that really needs a ton of volume to keep up. Sort of the, I mean, he, get, he has to be fed the ball. And I don't see that that's true with Juju Smith-Schuster, his ability to play inside, outside. Um, you know, the Steelers just – it's been a weird season this year. I don't think you have to worry about that player, Smith-Schuster, long term. So I, I like that you did that, Shane. The other thing, yeah. too, with San Francisco is they're a mess. You know, it's yeah. all over the place. The quarterbacks – I mean, that whole situation on that team is a mess. So 14 targets last week. <laughs> 14 targets. That's insane. It is – you know – 
he hasn't played a lot with Debo, right? Because Debo's been injured most of the year, um, which is funny after he was relatively healthy in his rookie year when we were concerned about his health because he was <laughs> injured every fucking day in college. Um, yeah. But anyway, he hasn't played a lot with um, Debo, and it will be interesting to see what happens when they're both on the field like full time. Um, because I know Ayuk's more of a burner and he can get downfield more, but they're very similar. Like you said, you have to manufa- manufacture touches for them behind the line of scrimmage or, you know, the bubble screens and shit like that or sweeps. So it will be interesting to see what happens when him and Debo are both on the field together. Yeah. Juju, yeah, he's going to move to a new team next year. So you're, you're going to expect that he, his numbers are going to take a hit. Just that's what happens when wide receivers move to a new team. Or, or not. Diggs, Diggs yeah, is still, doing amazing yeah, over there, yeah, in Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> After this year, they might not. They might go up because it's been such a down year. Exactly, but, I mean, exactly. Take, sometimes they take some leveling out, getting used and to the new team. But and I can't imagine that wherever Juju lands, he lands on a wide receiver room that's stacked with Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, and James Washington. Yeah, and you know, yeah. He, yeah. Eric. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that's that's a very very stacked <laughs> wide receiver core. Uh, how funny would it be if we could go back to this show when he gets uh, he he ends up in San Francisco <laughs> with no. Brandon? No, I know, but it's too bad. But with the Brandon Ayuk and Juju on the same team after this trade, you know. I mean, I, I don't root for the Eagles, but um, you what? I don't root for the Eagles, but he would look good in Eagle Green because Carson Wentz does like his slot receivers. You're so full of shit. You root for your Eagles. Throw him the dig routes and uh, slants all day long. Jalen Hurts is going to take over soon. I don't know how he feels about slot receivers. Liar. Liar. Um, All right. So let's wrap this up. (laughs) Let's go to the HQ crew show. And uh, before we do that, though, Shane, tell everybody about the HQ crew. So that's that's the cool nickname we gave our patrons. Like it's cool. gang of badasses. It's not like the foot patrol or whatever. Some other names out there. I it's a, cool. Yeah, it's a, it's a crew. Um, <laughs> whatever. That's that's what we came up with. Um, bonus podcast. Uh, this uncensored episode, which this one should be really interesting. This specific um, uh, episode. Uncensored yeah. episode. Yeah, I might actually listen to that one. Um, <laughs> People wire articles every week. Um, basically, whenever I have a stream of consciousness in the summer, I'll start putting out some shit, um, some stuff. And uh, one other thing, I know, I know you're thinking a lot of consulting. Yeah, a lot of consulting. Hook your brother up. Uh, we like digging into your teams. We get all up in them. We going through them leagues like what's up, girl, and uh, we're gonna, we're gonna try to make your team better, and and that's what I was just gonna ask you. We're gonna do that tonight, correct? For for one of our patrons, just go along with it. Say yes. Yeah, tonight <laughs> we're gonna be breaking down uh, our buddy Keith Jackson's team again, um, second team. Um, we got a couple of new patrons that just jumped in in the consultant tier. Um, just waiting for them to email me their rosters or email us their rosters so we can dig into them. Um, hey, and just one last thing. Remember, never forget trade deadlines are fucking stupid. Oh my god. Is that that t- is it yeah. it's that time of year yeah, again? That, I didn't I'm even in a league where they it. wanted to change it. They're like, oh, we shouldn't have the trade deadline after week 14. We should we should definitely at least move it back to week 13. They're <laughs> talking about how it, it's unfair advantage for a team that's out of it to make a trade. And how would you feel if somebody got three starting <laughs> players for their lineup and won the playoff game? And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, you can see Shane's face. Yeah. Um, hey, Jeremy, maybe we'll do Keith's uh, um, <laughs> analysis tomorrow <laughs> instead yeah, of tonight. Oh God. Jeremy, tell him about our store. Sports commentator, the old guy that died two years ago. No, not that one either. Tell him about our store, please. <laughs> yeah. So we, we have a store. It's um, You can find it online at dthq.storenv.com, dthq dthq.storenv.com. Get all kinds of um, HQ swag, T-shirts, mugs, um, stickers. I mean, you name it, hats. All actually, check it out. There's all kinds of cool gear out there to buy um, with our new awesome logo on it. So check that out. DTHQ.StoreEnvy.com. That's awesome. And check out our iTunes account and our Podbean account at Dynasty Trades HQ and our Twitter handle at Dynasty Trades HQ. And listen, Shane, 
We love you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, bro. <laughs> you know, Thanks for spending it with us, man. I was going to say, that's exactly what I was going to say. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight on your birthday. Uh, I want to all of our um, listeners, I wanted to thank them for listening because um, we've talked about this before off air. Like, um, this is like a catharsis. This is like, um, is that there? Did I use that word correctly? <laughs> sure. Did, um, yes. did I say it correctly? Yes, you did. Um, this is like therapy. Um, it's, it's, it's one of the, um, and anyone that doesn't podcast, I suggest you just fucking do it, just do it and keep yourself just to get it out because it's, it's one of the times that you're happiest. Um, and yeah. podcasting is, uh, our, our buddy faith, I mean, her been talking this week and she, you know, she mentioned like podcasting is your happy place. This is my happy place. So I thank everyone that listens. Cause you let me keep coming back to my happy place. Cause oh. if you didn't listen, I it is awesome we've we've had a lot of fun and i can't believe what is it like two more weeks or so we're gonna be on our three-year anniversary of doing this and yeah, uh, just a few weeks it's awesome it's pretty cool and yeah I, I i did text shane this afternoon i was like are you sure you want to do it tonight in your birthday and you were like yeah man it, it's it's a good distraction and i want to do it so i'm glad that we're all able to do this every single week because we do have a lot of fun or at least we try to so thanks for listening, and uh, maybe we'll do <laughs> Shane's eyes are rolling into his head, so I think we're going to do the HQ crew tomorrow. <laughs> but uh, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you guys next week. <laughs> if you can, Shane, say goodbye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Oh, my God.